Hello everyone, this is Tom Uren and I'm here today with another Risky Business News sponsored interview. Today I've got Huxley Barbie from Run Zero. So Huxley is a security or are you the security evangelist at Run Zero? I'm the only one right now, yes. Well, welcome, first of all, hello. Huxley also is the lead organizer for B-Sides New York. Now, there's two questions I've got for you, Huxley. One is, I really love the title of security evangelist. So what does that job do? And before we get to that, what does Run Zero do in in kind of 30 seconds? Run Zero is a cyber asset attack surface management solution that is any organization's first step in security risk management that leverages comprehensive security visibility to help organizations understand their exposures. Run Zero is able to discover all of your devices, no matter the type, IT, IoT, or OT, and no matter where they are, in the cloud, on-premise, or remote. Now, to me, an evangelist, it feels like you're trying to overcome some, um, I think you used the word inertia beforehand. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I guess I'm trying to ask you to justify your job in the sense that surely you just run run zero and say, here it is. Job done. <laughs> yeah. Or is it harder than that? What's the what's the difficulty? So oftentimes people will say, oh, yes, we believe that we need a good asset inventory. But they don't realize that the tools that they're using aren't actually up to the job. So some folks might say, oh, I have EDR. And that serves as my asset inventory. But if you need to deploy an agent onto a particular endpoint, a particular device in order to get visibility to it, then you're missing all the devices where that EDR can't go or the unknown devices where the EDR was never deployed. So you're missing a whole subset of your your asset landscape. Some folks say, oh, well, I have my Vuln scanner. Well, oftentimes Vuln scanners are not scanning the entire network or intentionally they will exclude parts of the network uh, either because of policy or because they don't want to crash certain types of devices like OT devices and, and so on and so forth. Uh, some folks think, well, I have my CMDB. Well, more often than not, I hear security teams tell me that their CMDB is actually not up to the job. I mean, it's supposed to be, and uh, there's like a three-year project to get it all you know, <laughs> working and usable. But for the here and now, it's not something that I look to to really help them with, with their security initiatives to be more proactive. So CMDB, Configuration Management Database, right? Is yes. do, do they do they need to be manually updated or how do they stay current? Well, there's, there's a number of methods. Uh, sometimes they're manually updated. Other times they use some sort of discovery tool that comes with that CMDB. Right. So in theory, if you're, say, a CTO, you can say, I've got a CMDB. My people do good work to keep it updated. <laughs> or it comes with this tool to automatically keep it updated. And so if, if you talk to them, what would you say? Well, typically speaking, these types of tools uh, use a methodology that will attempt to log into to every single device that they encounter. And that implies you actually know the credentials for those devices. So once again, you have this problem where you kind of have to already know what's there. Like you need to have this pre-scope of what you're looking for in order to actually find out more about it. And so it doesn't actually solve the problem of your unknown unknowns on your network. And then furthermore, if you don't have the credentials for it, it comes back with very little information that's not really useful to to security teams. It it might just say, hey, 
uh, here's a device here and it has this IP address and it has this MAC address. Right. And that's now one it. of the interesting things you said was that security teams are aware that those databases, CMDBs don't provide full coverage. Is there actually a disconnect between the people who like perhaps the, I don't know if it's the CTO or the CIO and the security team? Well, if you want to talk about the divergence between IT and security, we're going to be here all day. So I'm not, I'm not, you know just as well, well as I do, this is a very old problem. But interestingly, what we found is when you actually have a really good asset inventory that's usable both by security and IT, it, it actually helps bring them closer together because they're both working off of some sort of authoritative inventory that they can agree upon. And we've actually seen this because there, there are many customers that use RunZero data and they will ingest that data from RunZero into their CMDB to improve the CMDB accuracy. Right, right. I, I guess it seems like the job of the security evangelist is op to open people's eyes. <laughs> I ran my first scanner back in like 97, right? I ran this, this cool tool called Satan. And I, I used it to discover the, the network of the company that I worked at. I mean, this is a very, very old problem, asset inventory. Mm -hmm. And you know, understanding the risks uh, based on that asset, asset inventory information. It's still a problem with, with us now, uh, in part because the nature of, of the job has changed. The nature of the networks that we're protecting has changed. So I believe in this problem, like that it exists and that, that it's important to solve. And uh, one of the reasons why I joined RunZero two years ago is because this was a truly novel and innovative way of solving that problem. And, you know, I believed in the, the technology first and foremost. And so for me, it's not just a job, but it's also, you know, trying to help the world, uh, trying to make the world more secure, you know, from, from uh, this really fundamental component of, a, of any security program. Okay. So one of the things you said earlier is that companies believe that they need a good asset inventory. Yes. What do companies want to do with it afterwards though? Because it's not a goal in itself, right? I think some of the primary ones are understanding the, the risks. Like where, where, where are the areas where the adversary is likely to attack? Where are the areas where they're more likely to be successful? So finding all the risks in your attack surface and then being able to prioritize them. So the, the traditional approach for finding vulnerabilities on your network is to use a vuln scanner, right? And so uh, this involves scanning your network to look for those vulnerabilities. And it's oftentimes security teams don't do this well, at, at least if they want to do it comprehensively. It oftentimes might take on the order of weeks to complete a scan of the entire network. Uh, part of this is just because the vuln checks take time. And part of this is because security teams might not be allowed to scan at all times of the day. They might have only a certain really restrictive time windows when they can do that. And when it comes to a newly released vulnerability, you know, often called O days or zero days, that actually gets worse because oftentimes the security team has to wait for the vendor of the vuln scanner to release a new vuln check before they can even do the scan in the first place. So they have to wait for the vuln check and then they do a rescan. And so now you're you're waiting potentially you know a, a week or two before you can actually go and remediate this this O day. And a related issue is that security teams might not be scanning everything that they need to on their network, right? Uh, Vuln scanners, they charge by the asset. Mm -hmm. 
And oftentimes the security team might voluntarily not scan all their assets just to keep the cost down. Other times they involuntarily don't scan everything because there might be a policy of scanning certain parts of the network because that business unit doesn't like them doing that or because of the impact on the network itself, either because devices behave erratically when they're scanned or just like the additional network traffic. Within the context of an O-Day, you may have devices that are vulnerable, but they will never be known to you because you're not actually scanning it with your, with your Volt scanner. And something that's off to the side, but I think it's important to mention is because oftentimes security teams are really focused on O-Days, but not like the other really important things that uh, contribute to their attack surface. And an important class of that type of problem is what I call insecure configurations. By that, I mean a web service that is running with an expired certificate or an SSH server that is not locked down for public key authentication but instead allows passwords uh, or RDP running on a device that's that's available over, there, over the internet. So that that class of problem is one of the, the big things that RunZero can help with in a measurable way. And the novel or the innovative way of, of approaching this is uh, what we call uh, using asset details to find assets that are potentially vulnerable to a new vulnerability with a high degree of confidence. So that that takes some explaining, I'm sure. Because <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> yeah, well, at you and gonna... you're like, like, what does that mean? Yeah. So so here, let's let's do this. Let let's suppose you met somebody and you you see that they wear glasses, right? And you you've been around glasses, so you you know like the difference <laughs> between sunglasses and like real like corrective vision type of glasses. And so you meet this person. And what if this person were to say to you, hey, Tom, let me drive you to the store. And then they take off their glasses and say, come and get in my car with me. I'm gonna drive you to the store. Would you, would you just get in the car with them and say, yep, let's do it. Or would you take a pause at the very least? I think there's a sort of cognitive disconnect there. Exactly, so you made a judgment with a high degree of confidence that this person has a need for you know, vision correction. But as far as I know, Tom, you're not an optometrist. <laughs> no, that's right. I'm not. <laughs> and, and you've not performed an eye exam on this individual. Nope. That's the, that's the way to be sure. But for your own safety, you've made the, the good judgment call to say, listen, I'm not going to get in that car with you because I have a high degree of confidence that you can't drive without, without those glasses on, right? Um, and and that's, that is the difference. The eye exam, where you're sure, is like a Vuln check. Right. It is actually checking to see if that exploit is there. But with a high degree of confidence, can be sure that the vul vulnerability exists on that asset as well through this proxy. You, know, you look at the asset details and say, okay, this, this asset is potentially vulnerable to that vulnerability with a high degree of confidence. Now, the benefit of what you're doing here is you can work faster. Right, So if you were to say, oh, person who's trying to drive me to the store, I'm going to give you an eye exam right now by a licensed optometrist before you drive me to the store, I mean, that's going to take some time. you got to schedule the appointment with the optometrist and this person has to go get the eye exam and come back and say, okay. But going the other way by identifying assets based on asset details that this particular asset is potentially vulnerable allows you to very quickly make a decision. And so when you have an O-Day, where time is of the essence, you want to be able to have a more immediate day one response to it. 
you want to know very quickly, hey, these are all the devices that I have that are potentially vulnerable that I need to go look at right now. Now, I am not saying don't do a Vuln scan. You should still do a Vuln scan. That is very important. You should be sure. But in those days or weeks while you're waiting for that Vuln scanner to catch up, you as a security team need to react and you need to react quickly. And so at least this way, through asset details, you're able to come up with that punch list of what to go after first and remediate it before the adversary or adversaries start taking advantage of that new exploit. I guess the idea here is that you come up with a short list of devices that, you know, emergency of the day, like move it devices, I guess. Mm -hmm. Where are they? And I've got this list I can take straight away and do something with rather than having to wait. Yeah, yeah, I think MoveIt is a great example because uh, we notified customers that they had certain devices that were vulnerable to MoveIt. Some of them didn't even know they had MoveIt on their network, right? right. So it, there's, there's, there's multiple layers here. Like the, the, at the most basic layer is they didn't even know they had it. And yep. number two, like that they were vulnerable, right? And, and all this comes from having that really comprehensive asset inventory that goes deep, right? When I say asset inventory, I don't mean just like a list of IP addresses. I'm talking about a list of assets along with all the details that matter to a security team, right? That includes hardware, software, vulnerabilities, security controls, asset ownership information, all the different details that you need to actually identify a, a particular vulnerability. Yeah. So how does that actually work in practice? How do they go from sitting at a console to actually having a list of devices that could be right. vulnerable to a new problem? Right. So there, there's a couple of ways of doing this. Uh, one is they would have to understand that vulnerability and uh, use the information that they learned and come up with a query that matches that, that vulnerability. But there's, there's an easier way because RunZero has what is known as the rapid response program, where for these major O days that are remotely discoverable, we will actually notify customers, one, that that vulnerability exists, and two, exactly the query that they need to run in order right, right. to see which, which devices on their network are potentially vulnerable. Uh, so effect, effectively... They, they click a link and then boom, like they're in the console and then here's all the devices. Yeah, that, right. that so, vulnerable. I mean, I'm really curious about the customers you said who didn't even know they had MoveIt. Did they just, were they just like, oh, well, I don't think I've got it, but I'll just click it, click this link that RunZero has provided anyway? Yeah, well, in the case of MoveIt, we actually had conversations with some customers <laughs> just, uh, uh, just to let them know. That's not part of the like general rapid response program. Um, so we release rapid response uh, through a number of channels to make sure our customers are aware. Um, but, but ultimately, yeah, it, ultimately it comes down to them being in the console and looking at the result of a, of a search query. I, I do want to say that it's, it's not just about ODAs. There's also just like really run-of-the-mill boneheaded things that should be elevated to the level of urgency of ODAs. Like if you're running like Telnet... <laughs> <laughs> on, on one of your devices, or if you're running on a device that's externally facing, like you should really be treating that as, uh, as an ODA. You know, having asset details 
that tell you about the services on your on your devices is is part of that it's what can help you identify these really glaring problems in your attack surface that you need to go after and remediate that and that is also part of something that you get from from rapid response you get a reminder that hey listen OpenSSL 1.1 is, is going end of life. You should go and find the list of devices that you have that are still running it. And by the way, here's the query that you would run to, to go and find that. I, I guess the, the way I would think about that is that there's stuff you should be doing all the time. Yeah, stuff you should be doing all the time. And, and having a good asset inventory with really in-depth asset details makes that easier for you to do. Yeah, and then there's stuff that bubbles up occasionally, like crises where you've got someone in senior management saying, what's our situation with this latest disaster of the week? And being able to answer that with some confidence is is yeah, and 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 having a comprehensive asset inventory that also that tells you about your your risks also makes that one easier as well. Like at the end of the day, having this really fundamental component this bedrock of your security program in place with authoritative information that's that's both wide and deep allows you to have a chance of making your security program more proactive to to, to lock down the, all the problems in your attack surface uh, before you get compromised. Huxley Barbie, security evangelist at Run Zero. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs>